I went with my dog in a pretty offhand natural reserve for a walk. This one is a particular reserve since it's not like a park. It's wild and no human activity is allowed, except for monitored hiking on specific days of the month. This means that I was basically alone with my dog. Everything was great until lunch. While eating, out of nowhere, I started to hear a very strange noise coming from multiple directions in the woods. Now, it was super weird since I was sure that I was the only person there. This place only has one entrance and it's totally surrounded by a swamp. There were no cars except for mine and the closest structure was about 25 kilometers away from this place. My dog started to bark and became so nervous that I had to calm her down for a while. So, the sound. The best way I can describe it was like a loud metallic bang, like when you hit a stick with a large metal can, immediately followed by the sound of an engine failing to start, just like an old tractor, to give you an idea. It occurred three or four times per minute, and lasted seven or eight seconds each time. The noise made me and my dog very uneasy. I don't know why. I am used to hiking in the woods, even at night, and I've heard, in my life, much scarier sounds, but this one was somehow… dreadful. It made me and my dog freak out, so I decided to pack everything up and head back to the car and leave the area as soon as possible. The noise never stopped. It continued to occur in the same way I described it. And there's also another weird thing. It always sounded very close, no matter how far I was, and I parked my car about an hour away from the hike. From the first spot I heard it to my car, it always sounded to be at the same distance, like it was following us, maintaining about 30 meters in distance. My dog calmed down and fell asleep only when we were in the car and halfway back home. I felt super tired too as soon as I calmed down and barely managed to drive home, trying not to fall asleep. When I got home, I had a massive headache and felt very off, so I immediately just went to bed. One particular day, I decided to make the day-long trip to Denali State Park via Alaska Highway 3, or Parks Highway as it's often called. It's a long, windy, stretching road connecting Fairbanks to the outskirts of Anchorage. It was a weekday and off-tourist season in Alaska, so most of the vehicles I passed were log trucks or semi-trucks and the occasional regular motorist. It was early April and there was still heavy packed snow on the sides of the road and in the forest and valley, but the roads were completely clear. From Fairbanks to Denali National State Park, it's a four to five hour drive depending on road conditions. My main goal was to see Mount McKinley, the tallest mountain in North America. I hadn't really researched much of how to see it, and it was harder to see in April than in the summer months. There's a road that leads into the National Park, where you can see a view of Mount McKinley, but I had passed it, not knowing whether the road conditions were good. 
I had looked on Google Maps, and it showed there was something like a scenic view or overlook that you can see on American interstates sometimes. I assumed that you may be able to see Mount McKinley from there. If you go on Google Maps, it's across from Byers Lake Campground. The campground appeared to be closed and desolate, but there were no gates or anything else from stopping me from entering the area. It was at this point that I completely lost self-reception, and my GPS on my phone wasn't working. As I pulled into the campground area, there was probably 16 to 24 inches of snow on some of the roads. Some of the roads had been plowed, so I assumed there had to be people visiting, but there were no cars or anyone in sight. There's a bunch of winding roads that almost resemble a maze and lead to dead ends at the campground. Now, for the entire four plus hours I had been driving, not once did I have an uneasy or bad feeling. When I'm usually in desolate areas, especially the desert, I get really bad vibes, but it wasn't like this in Alaska for some reason. That had changed about 30 seconds into entering the campground area. Maybe it was the fact that I was turning into some abandoned campground, or the fact that I completely lost cell reception, but something didn't sit right with me. But I was determined to see Mount McKinley, and I was trying to focus on that to find a good place and take some cool pictures. I drove down these winding roads and hit dead ends, and then suddenly it started to get really cloudy. I was getting more frustrated at not finding an area to take some pictures, and then I realized I was lost. It's not far at all from the main highway, but I was still lost. I started to get really confused on exactly where I was, and my GPS still wasn't working, so I started to panic a little. I made my way down the dirt road to the lake, and there was a large opening. My bad feelings went away temporarily because the view was beautiful. The lake was completely frozen, and behind it in the background was a small snowy mountain. The scene was something straight out of National Geographic magazine, so I stepped out and took some pictures. I stood there for a few minutes, just admiring the beauty of the Alaskan wilderness, and was looking at my pictures to see if they were good. When I heard this scream in the distance, it was a close scream, but it sounded muffled, almost like something was able to control the volume of their voice to make it seem far away, but in reality, it was close. My heart started racing as I looked around to try to figure out what it was. Everything in my body was telling me to book it for the car and to find a way out, but I just stood there confused and kind of scared. I felt like I was being watched, and all of the hairs stood up on my arm. I was wondering if it was a bobcat or a mountain lion, because they are often mistaken for women screaming. I then look out on the far side of the lake and see this person wearing a light orange jacket and jeans. They also had a green beanie on their head. I waved at them, and they waved back immediately. Then... This overwhelming feeling of dread and terror entered my body. I was wearing a light orange jacket, 
jeans, and a green beanie. The person had brown skin like me. I'm half Filipino and white. I couldn't make out facial features, but I feel like I could see black hair sticking out of their beanie, which is the color of my hair. I just stand there for a few seconds, frozen in shock and fear, and then I noped out of there. I hightailed it up the hill to my car and basically did a donut in the snow, spinning tires and trying to get out of there. I started panicking and was trying to find the exit, and then I saw a sign that was almost completely covered to the top in snow, but had an arrow pointing to the left. I came out to the first part of the campground. It was a bathroom facility and an office and had a veteran's memorial statue. There was this white owl just perched on top of it, staring at me with its head just sideways, like bending over. I found the way out and sped the entire way back to Fairbanks, checking my rearview mirror every 10 seconds. This story takes place in northern Italy back in 2014. It was early September, and a friend of mine proposed that we make a short hike into the woods near his house. I obviously agreed, since I love hiking in nature. We prepared our backpacks, grabbed some food, and drove to the place. My friend knew the area very well, so we didn't take a map. We also didn't take any flashlights because we planned to return to the car in a few hours. As we got deeper into the woods, we saw beautiful spots, small rivers, and a pair of caves that we explored. We had lunch and proceeded to follow a trail into a deeply wooded area. After about half an hour, we were about 50 minutes from the car at that point, and we arrived to a pretty large clearing. But in that clearing, there were a bunch of people, maybe four or five. They were normally dressed, and they were simply talking and laughing. No satanic cult, no dreadful chants, praying in a circle, or anything like that. It was just super ordinary people like me and my friend talking to each other. They obviously saw us too, since the clearing had no trees or rocks to cover the view, and we couldn't avoid it. The trail we were on immediately ends into the clearing and then proceeds on the other side. We said, approaching them, since they were in the middle of the trail, Hey there, what's up? They didn't answer back, just started to stare at us without saying a single word. This launched a huge red flag. We stopped too, and I looked at my friend. He looked back at me, concerned too. We said again, Hey. No answer. I started feeling uneasy, so we decided to return back to the car. But as soon as we started to move back, we realized that they started to follow us. When we noticed this, we yelled, Why are you following us? Did we do something wrong? No answer. We proceeded to walk faster and tried to get out of the trail, but they were always around 15 meters from us. We started to panic, so we looked again to each other and agreed to get out of there quickly. As soon as we began running, we heard them start to run too. We did our best to put more distance between us and them, but another thing that made me panic was realizing that we were still 40 minutes from the car 
in a very isolated area. At a certain point, when we were about halfway back, we started to notice that maybe they weren't behind us anymore. We thought that maybe, and luckily, we managed to lose them. We hid behind a thick bush and tried to listen. Silence. No footsteps or voices. So we caught our breath and then managed to return to the car, trying our best to be as silent as possible. We jumped in the car and raced out of there, but it doesn't end there. As we left the woods on the main road, we saw coming from a secondary road, another car behind us. They were following us again. We're sure that they were the same people because they were basically tailgating us and their car had no plates. We drove to my friend's town, avoiding going to his house, took every country road, and every turn that we made, they did as well. As we reached the town, they made a U-turn and returned back in the direction of the woods. We were so terrified that we immediately called the police and informed them, but no evidence of activity ever came up. Those people never showed up in the following days, but we became paranoid for some weeks to even leave our houses.